Last time on the Bestow Curse podcast, our heroes dealt with the emotional fallout of the forced entry of Vex's apartment. A promising lead to track down Trinia, who went into hiding from the mobs, turned out to be a dead end, and the ritual to stabilize Malishka's naughty transformation ended in failure. Beaten, but not broken, our heroes press forward. The Cursed Campaign continues now. Well, hey there, guys. Hi. Hi, Greg. Hey. It's been a month since we played. It has been. A long month. Mm-hmm. A lot of things to think about. Yeah, a lot of things to think about. You know, this is, we record this a little bit differently than we do our other show, the Hideous Laughter Podcast, because that show we record weekly, and this show we do in a big chunk at the start of every month. And I think that makes the cliffhangers at the end of the episodes really tough. Tough, yeah, that's yeah. a word for it. It but, gives me a good opportunity to get in the headspace of Gintel. Yeah. Because this we're, we're doing my live ones, right? No. Oh. oh then no. I am not in the right headspace. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about the Bayou and King Cake and Mardi Gras. Oof. Mm. All right. I'm going to need a couple hours, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so with, with that big gap in between recording sessions... It is difficult to get back in it. We just had a really emotional end to episode 24. How do you guys, for these characters specifically, get into the headspace to play them? Well, after last episode, uh, I got ready, woke up this morning, cried for a couple hours, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. glared daggers at Griffin while he prepped for the session without him knowing, and uh, now I think I'm ready. Nice. Hmm. Oh, I knew. <laughs> <laughs> Eyes in the back of my head. I find it really helps to re-listen to the episode. Then uh, I like to save the episode until like the day before, or in in this case, I actually listened to the most recent episode this morning, and it helps me refresh that emotion because I can hear it in our voices, and I'm reminded of how I felt as we were going through the episode. And so for me, that helps uh, kind of refresh the emotional pain that we had from the previous episode. Sure. I, I do much the same in that I save the episodes for pretty much the day or the day before of the recording, the, the month later. Um, I do have some very specific things that I do to get in Vex headspace. Of course, I got to show up to the studio rocking some uh, some Robert Pattinson t-shirt somewhere in my twi- one of my Twilight shirts today. But if not, I'll, I'll wear a Wonder Years t-shirt because I really do pull a lot of inspiration for some of his character development from their music. And to that end, because we record these in a big block on a Saturday afternoon every month, what that usually affords me the opportunity to do is there's this little metro park that's less than a mile away from my apartment. So I'll go drive there in the morning before we record and just go walk this loop through the woods a bunch of times while I'm listening to the right music to get me in the headspace. So it is a lot of the Wonder Years tracks. I think when I was first talking about this character, I mentioned a couple of their more recent songs like Breakless or Out on My Feet. But I also listened to some of their older tracks that specifically deal with the 
lead singer's struggles with um, the declining health of his grandfather. So a couple tracks like Bluest Things on Earth, Raining in Kyoto, Dismantling Summer to really get me in the headspace of the character. And then once I kind of exhaust those regular Vec Relby songs, then I'll go through just a bunch of other like pop punk emo music, like from Real Friends or some of the recent stuff from Machine Gun Kelly and stuff just to really lock in the emotions that I want to bring to the episode. So that's what I do. It's very specific. I do it every month before we record, and it really gets me in the right headspace. Wow. What is the runtime for this preparation? The loop in the woods is one mile. I usually do it twice, and I think it usually takes me like an hour. Maybe that's slow. I don't know. I just kind of meander through the woods and listen to music. It's fun. That's impressive. Okay. My preparation is not is not that involved. Uh no. I was going to say, you better pray we don't get that Patreon goal to make this a weekly show. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we're going to be out the woods every week. Damn. Uh, I, um, you know, I'll listen to the apps like like we've said already. Uh, I, I keep notes when I when we're playing through. It helps me to look back through and remember like what situations my character was in as well, too. And then I think the you know talking in the voice also helps me a little bit too so you know everyone's got a couple of key phrases of their character that help them regain the accent so um saying those a few times also helps me like yeah this is this is what my guy sounds like yeah yeah i guess my serious answer cuz before mm-hmm. was you know about today and also a joke but i'm not someone who can listen to the same thing again and again like steve mm-hmm. same goes for the episode though i'm the one who edits it i was there playing it it's really, really hard for me to mentally do a lot of that. So my prep is not a repeat prep. My brain also works well in, in the way that to get into character, I sit down and just say like this, I'm now playing Mirror. And I've never been one either to be big on the past of my character. Like I will have it and it's a good outline, but I really like to focus on developing my characters in the moment. And so I think that helps me just generally mentally be ready to be in as the character um, versus that like any sort of major routine. Again, my my brain's just not going to work that way. I will go nuts if I do the same thing every time. <laughs> as a GM, I prepare several characters for these, yeah. but I do the same. Th- I, I practice my, my character voices, especially with the NPCs that I know are going to be relevant to the episodes that we record, obviously, when we record a big chunk of episodes, I never really know where you're going to go. But having those major MPC voices down, uh, bringing them back after not dusting them off for an entire month is is kind of one of the bigger parts of my prep that's not, you know, mapping or prepping encounters, putting encounters into my encounter running software, like taking that hook tool out to the alley to pop the cap off the manhole going down there for inspiration. Yeah. That's it. You know, <laughs> Odiag's got an Odiag. Absolutely. And so you can't do a good Odiag voice until you've kind of been waist deep in the shit yourself. Mm-hmm. As they say, you're real method actor. Yeah. That way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I've been doing a little prepping myself specifically, not for a character thing, but in the sewer too, <laughs> it, has to, it has to, it pertains to sewers. I was looking at the laws in Ohio, and now keep in mind, you're not allowed to punish us for this. What? Okay. I'm not allowed to punish you? Nope. Haley, Haley, be ready to This is legal. Uh-huh. We could unionize us, the, the, uh, the players. We could unionize. You know, we could fight for things like- Compensation. Um, compensation. <laughs> Ooh, um, fewer trips down into the sewers. 
you know, because that's kind of hazard pay, maybe something like that. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just spitballing. I don't know if that's here. hazard pay for you. Well, emotional hazard pay. Emotional sure. hazard pay. Yeah. I don't want to have any encounters because that emotionally creates a situation that uh, I need to get paid extra for. Yeah. Our characters could maybe try to unionize the police force, I guess. Oh, we're contractors. Oh. They would they would boot us out immediately. Oh, that is that. true. That is yeah. true. Yeah, you guys are you guys are like scabs to the, to the There's gross. a giant inflatable <laughs> rat in front of Cressida's office. <laughs> <laughs> really shouldn't talk about uh unionizing the guard when you're <laughs> every time we go to Cressida's yeah. every time we go, we cross the picket line. Yep. <laughs> No, the guard, the guard is not unionizing. And Corvo said, "You guys are not anti-union characters." So I I believe this episode is a hero point refresh. So you're all going to get one hero point, and this hero point comes from our friend Alex, a great bard named Ziggy. Once said, "When in doubt, light it on fire." He's a goblin. Bard. You got the accent down really well from those lunch hour hero Fridays things. Yeah, I hear it a lot. Yeah. So. <laughs> Thank you, Alex. You guys each have a hero point. Yay. And I think we should just rip off the band-aid and get back into it, huh? I guess. So when last we left our heroes, they had entered Vex's tenement, seen the state of it, seen his grandfather, and seen that it was lacking a certain Trinius boar. It looked like it had been ransacked. There was a boot print on the door. Uh, Thanks, grandfather. Unfortunately, he doesn't really remember any of the encounter that happened, but you did find a note in his breast pocket from Trinia with a clue that Sylvie found out uh, that spelled out scream. And you realize that this is connected or you think connected to the artist Salvatore Scream, who is somewhat famous in Corvosa. You made a trek to exemplary execrables that will never cease to be difficult to say, and spoke with the owner there, Pilt Swastel, who led you astray. You know, he had a ton of paintings from Salvatore Scream, obviously knows who Salvatore Scream is, led you to a choker's den after you paid him off, and kind of defeated by that lead, you headed to eel's end to complete a ritual for Malishka to help in her Anadi transformation. Unfortunately, the ritual failed and DeVargo in his anger kind of kicked you out of eel's end, but not without giving you the papers that you were tasked with returning to Cressida Croft. What are you guys doing? I mean, I think Mir would just instinctively start walking to her shop. She's not really in a good state. So I think she'd just start walking to what, sh- what is safety and comfort. Yeah, I imagine the rest of us probably follow. Vex certainly does. Mm-hmm. What time of day is it right now? Yeah. It's very late. very late. It was like three in the morning. You remember because DeVargo was awake. It was yeah. kind of like the middle of DeVargo's business hours. We do need to turn in these papers to Cressida, but I don't think there's an insane amount of urgency on there. We certainly need to rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Are you all resting together? I mean, Mir's made it fairly clear that anyone's able to stay. I mean, mm-hmm. to me, it's obvious that Vec would be staying yeah. there. I don't know if this warrants being said, like, in character, but I think maybe it's understood that, like, Vec and his grandpa might post up at the barbershop, at least till all this Trinia stuff blows over, because who knows who else is going to come kicking the door down. Right. Makes sense. 
What about Diego and Sylvie? Yeah, Diego is is down to stay here. I think. Um, yeah, I think I think right now, you know, he, he runs up to the rest of the you guys walking away, catching up. Is uh, I I think everyone here could use a little bit of rest tonight. I think some sleep would be well deserved around. But Mir, if you don't mind, I'd like to stay at your shop and rest there. I think that's a safe place for now. I don't mind. You're all welcome. But I'm gonna go upstairs by myself for a while. There is much we have to do. It is best if we stick together, that way we can move forward quickly in the morning. I will also stay. So I got bad news for you guys. Mir doesn't really have a lot. (laughs) Like, she, I mean, she owns the business, but it means she went pretty sparse on her own stuff. How many many barber shop chairs do you have, you would think? Three. Three? And those go all the way back, right? Um, No, I've got three, and then you get into the surgery table. Oh, but... Like, you know, normally, like, if you're getting, like, a beard or a trim, like, the, the barbershop chairs. Oh, back, yeah, you yeah, yeah. They those. lean back. That's yeah, yeah, what you mean. I yeah. thought you went all the way back into the shop, and I was like, no, because <laughs> I have a surgery room. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know we're close by. Vet could probably just swing by his old apartment, grab, like, blankets and shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was going to say, realistically, I mean, Mir's got maybe two blankets and mm-hmm. a pillow and then another blanket that is certainly figgies. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, that's about it. So she'll give what she can spare, but... It's not a lot. Yeah, I mean, most of you guys have basic, like, bedrolls and that kind of thing, too. Yeah. We had a lot of close shaves today, didn't we? Ha. Ha. Diego, now is not the time. I'm sorry, I think it's the, <laughs> the lack of sleep has made me loopy. All right, well, I know spots to curl up are going to be at a premium, so maybe we divide up the chairs and... Diego, there's, I think, a windowsill that might fit you well. Perfect. Yeah, Diego probably takes uh, the back surgery table, <laughs> not being as turned off by it as the rest, maybe. Or he does the, the cat thing where he just, like, totally eclipses a vent on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> In my build of my barbershop on The Sims uh, that I did and <laughs> tried to make it as representative as possible. Because I like you I should wanted- have brought that up, how to get in character. Oh uh, yeah, I did. I did that months ago. To be fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, Griff, load up the Civ map. The Civ map. Oh uh, yeah, thanks for uh, letting me import that to Fantasy Ground. <laughs> but map. in that, because she's she has a window and then the door into her barber shop. In the window, she does have like an, a wooden like bench as well. So if he does want a window seat, uh, there is a bench <laughs> across the window. So you rest for the evening and Diego in, in kind of the back room you you can hear Vex snoring from up front Sylvie you know moving around perturbed by Vex snoring uh, trying hell? to settle down <laughs> damn Vex a snore okay yeah. glad I'm not the only canon. one it's canon now and you drift off to sleep and in this kind of clouded sight you awaken again you see torches illuminating the city streets in Corvosa and you walk forward kind of past the many closed shops looking for a tavern that's open and the first place you go uh, you're turned away quickly by the owner uh, who shuts the door and kind of boards it then like bars it uh, closing up shop for the night Uh, before long you hear 
the noise of crowds. People have gathered in the streets this night. It's restless. And eventually you are confronted by one of these groups. Uh, The men kind of stagger over to you, maybe part drunk and clearly angry, and they shout things at you. Filthy horses, get out of our city! And you run from this as these men kind of chase you down the street. You duck into an alley. They run by, and after some time, you feel it's safe enough to leave your hiding place. As you do, you look down to the end of the alleyway, backlit by the street lights, kind of flickering in the dark. This figure standing there he begins to approach you briskly and then you can see the glint of it in his right hand is a knife shaped like a key the man pounces on you and digs it into your midriff twisting you feel your legs go numb and you just hear as your vision becomes blurry My, what a pretty scar. That'll look nice on my golem. And then everything goes black. You wake up in this back room. Bleary-eyed, you look around. Everything's quiet now. Vec has kind of found a comfortable position on this chair and stopped snoring. You don't hear sounds from the adjoining room. But you do see, kind of looking out the back window with his hand against it, your idol on your spirit turns to you with a look of concern, no longer blurred. You see the fire pelt scar across his face, and he just kind of gasps, brother, and disappears. What was the name of the scar? You said fire pelt? It's a scar from a fire pelt cougar. Okay, gotcha. Well, Diego has something to talk about when everyone else wakes up. Good morning. I'm surprised how well I slept in that chair. Slept like a baby. I was not as lucky. I think next time I will go home. And she stretches and tries to, like, work out some some sore muscles. Yeah, and you hear, like, some clanking and movement from upstairs. Mir is kind of an early riser because of Piggy. So, obviously, she's feeding him everything. But also, uh, she brings down a whole pot of coffee. Not the mechanical kind, but coffee. Uh, that she made, and she'll bring that down to everyone. Good morning. I know it's not very comfortable, but maybe this will help uh, at least wake you all up. Don't need to apologize. I appreciate the hospitality. Yeah, I have to tell you all, I had a very strange dream last night. I found myself walking through the streets. There were crowds everywhere. It was pandemonium, but in an alley, I think I saw the man who owned that knife that we found, the the key knife combination he he stabbed me with it and he uh i didn't get a good look at him but i heard his voice sounded what would you place that accent as sounds like he's from this city from the city yeah but he mentioned after after killing me with it that (laughs) that my skin would look good on a, a golem you know what's i've heard tales of those creatures but i am not an expert myself I would allow an arcana or a crafting check based off of that. As people are remembering with this check, Beck's going to ask, you know, Diego, 
There's been mention of you having perished in the past. Was this a dream? Was this a memory? That is a good question. Perhaps this has something to do with my first life. I'm not sure what's in the past. People would have gotten all worked up about. I related those more to the crowds of the, the issues of today that are out and about, but you could very well be right. To me, sounds traumatic, something you might want to block out, and we've been under a lot of stress lately. Maybe old things you tried to suppress are bubbling back up to the surface. Have you had a Perhaps. dream like that before? Or, like, any sort of truth-telling dreams? I have had strange dreams before, but none quite like this. None where there is some figure killing. Dreams are a powerful thing. Sometimes they are more than just your imagination. I agree. This could be a memory or something that is connected to you. Hmm. Something to keep in mind as we proceed. Sylvie got a 17 on that knowledge arcana. With the 17, you know that golems are creatures that are kind of combined by some sort of magician. You think that if somebody were killing someone to create a golem, you've heard of stuff like carrion golems and flesh golems that are pieced together from... Uh, formerly living creatures and you would think that that might be something a necromancer would do this key knife killer maybe they were some kind of necromancer that was trying to make some horrible flesh golem I have heard of them hmm. I hope it is in the past though I would hate for some someone like that to be out in the streets today don't we have the dagger can't be out there today with it. That's true. We have the dagger. We don't know if any anything about if that person's still alive or not. No. Yes. Yeah. And notably, that dagger was etched with like for my father. So it may not be the the dagger. Mm. Oh, that's like a key bit of information. Passed down from generations. Kids making their own key knives. <laughs> a whole family of necromancers. Dark tidings, indeed. But yes, you would certainly call the direct parallel between the blade that you gave over to the Corvosan guard and, and what you saw in that. They were the same shape. Mm -hmm. uh, it must have belonged to the Keylock killer. And they were a very prolific serial killer. So if they truly were making flesh golems, they could have generated many, right? With the amount that they were killing? The revelation that they might be more than a serial killer it might be some kind of necromancer is is something that you know Cressida when she talked about this person hadn't put together mm. perhaps we discuss with Cressida when we I assume we're going to uh, to talk to her this morning so the dagger yeah we are but the dagger so the dagger that we gave Cressida says for an inspiration of a father so it says the exact same thing on it or different that dagger has that that on described it. onto it like what he saw at night no 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 i wouldn't be able to see that closely gotcha I sorry, the shape sorry. Of the dagger. i misunderstood you just know that like the dagger you found clearly seemed like a gift okay all right uh i've had my coffee and figures out his worms do you guys want to head let's head out okay where are you heading to cressida to cressida sure 
So you make your way to Citadel Volshnik, and the guards there, now kind of knowing who you are, would allow you passage to Cressida's office. Over the picket line. We're not doing that. (laughs) You enter her office. She kind of has her head in her hands. She's kind of like got two handfuls of hair. Uh, It looks like she was looking down at some some documents, uh, and she looks up as the door closes behind you. Oh, just the people I was hoping to see. Uh, how are the four of you? You doing all right? It's been a long few days. How are you doing? I I don't know if you've heard already uh, these stories that the King's Killer has been named. Aye. There's, there's got to be something more going on here, I'm afraid. I'm just thinking of it. As, you know, a member of the of the Corvos and Guard, you know, Queen Iliosa could have had this um, Trinia Sabor arrested at any time. Yet the way in which she revealed the information to the city seems to me like she wants the riots to come back. And certainly they're getting worse. Uh, with the city the way it is, the girl doesn't stand a chance of a fair trial. They'll lynch her the moment they catch her. And even if she did kill the king, mob justice in the way. Worse... I have my doubts that she's the real killer, if indeed the king was murdered in the first place. And I think that if she isn't the murderer, someone who is might be able to throw us off their trail indefinitely. What are the causes of your doubts? Well, there was a a person that confessed their connection with Miss Trinia Sabor. She kind of air quotes, committed suicide off the top tower of the castle. A, it's extremely unlikely they'd be allowed that much freedom to to do something like that. And B, the only witnesses to that confession were Queen Iliosa and Sabina Marin. Do you have the same mistrust of Sabina that Ven Carlo has? I don't know what to think of Miss Marin. However, the word is that Queen Iliosa is not satisfied with what the Corvosan guard's been doing to address the situations of the city. And she's preparing to disband the Sable Company and reveal a newly founded order of specialized guards uh, to help bring the city under control. I believe the leader of that group's likely going to be Miss Marin. If this new group is not comprised of the Corvosan Guard, where are they getting these people? That I'm not sure. They're, they must be recruiting people, mercenaries, um, adventurers, maybe like you. I'm not quite sure. Or any number of the guard that defected? That was quite the problem. Mayhaps. From what I've heard, she's only been recruiting women. Oh, oh, she... We could do infiltration, Sylvie. I take my serum of sex shift that I got at character creation. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. I've still got a fair number of Corvos and guards who are loyal to me, but... The problem is I've got them at work keeping things from getting any worse. And if I were to send them after Miss Sabor myself, it would cause an even worse riot. You see where I'm going with this. I think I follow. I think I do. What would happen if that Trinia came to you? Well, ideally, I'd like to be able to use uh, magical means of determining her guilt or innocence. The Hell Knights of the Order of the Nail and these royal loyalists 
whatever this new faction is going to end up calling themselves uh, wouldn't have access to her. Uh, I wouldn't want to make this a public display of me capturing her. Ideally, we'd be able to get her to acquiesce to something like this willingly. Are you putting any bounties out for groups to collect her and return her to you? Certainly not. I think that's that'd make the situation even more difficult. Uh, the, the city's already out for her head. Then you start getting groups of mercenaries with, uh, with money on the mind coming after her. The queen's already decla- decreed that uh, she needs to be found dead or alive. If the queen's looking for a scapegoat, what's to say even if Trinia was brought to you and proven innocent through magical means that that verdict would stand? They might just hang her anyway. Oh, I'm not planning on giving her over. If we find out that woman's innocent, she needs to be taken, escorted out of the city. She can't be safe here. She'll get used as a scapegoat either way if she's captured. I think you're implying that we bring her to you. Maybe we can. I don't know. I don't know where she is. But we certainly need your word that we weren't handing her over for an execution. I need your absolute trust in this. I can't give anybody over. You have my word. And although he is not here, you have the word of Mr. Orsini as well. Uh, Ven Carlo has agreed to help spirit this this girl away if she is innocent. He has a large number of contacts outside of the city that he'd be able to utilize to get her, suppose you'd call it, uh, smuggled away. This truly seems like it is her best option at this point, no? That is, if we can even find her. Or if we even know who she is. Yeah. <laughs> I would ask, I mean, if you have any information. There are, there is other information that we've already been tasked to provide to you that we sh- we've, we've come here for, but there are other questions we might ask. Surely, were you able to get the documents from DeVargo? Yeah, here's the documents. She takes the document, these letters, she opens them up, she reads them, um, and you can see like a blush kind of appear in her cheeks and she folds them away. The, these will be quite sufficient in, um, in keeping Ambassador Ampre quiet, I believe. Can we get an excerpt? Uh, Would you like to read it to us? Chris? This is uh, this is Fade a to black. PG thirteen uh, <laughs> podcast. No. Okay, it's, it's a little uh, it's a little saucier than that. Wow, ambassador! My goodness, I read part of it. There was an excerpt that said, "And so the lion fell in love with the lamb." All right, Steve. I couldn't find that in any of it. Weird. <laughs> Are we sure he can read? Nope, nope, no, we're not doing this. We're not doing this. When in doubt, call into question oh, yeah. a player's reading. Yeah. not doing this. You want to know how it feels? I can read. Uh-huh. Can you? Yes. So she would slide across the table. Here are the uh, 30 gold pieces I, I owe you for this information. I, I would say here, I've, I've got another 100 gold for your help with this... Um, with this Miss Trinia Sabor matter, but that's only if you can get her to me so that we can get her questioned and get her out of here if she's being used, or we can have her brought to justice if we learn that she is the king's killer. Do you have any indication of where she might be now? We had heard that she was in Old Corvosa somewhere. Um, 
obviously, if you've been to Old Corvosa lately, you'd see that there's um, there's Hell Knight activity far above and beyond what um, what we've seen in the past. I worry most about the Hell Knights in capturing her. Their organization will be paid quite the premium for uh, bringing her in to the Queen. This is a completely unrelated question, but have you ever heard of a man or a, a person, I suppose, named Salvatore Scream? <laughs> the artist? Yes. I've heard of Salvatore Scream. I'm not a um, not a collector of his work or a huge fan, but I, I certainly know uh, of the man. We met one of his biggest fans yesterday. He's horrible. Well, that's a shame. Yes. Uh, Do you have any records of where his studio is? His studio? No. Um, I mean, we could search city records. That would take quite some time. Our thinking is because, and maybe I'm putting words in your mouth, Diego, is that Trinia has a reputation for needing an artist. Perhaps she runs in the same circles as one Mr. Scream. Indeed. Is there like a local shop or something where artists regularly congregate? I couldn't tell you. I'm not an artist myself. There's not an artistic district. There's, I mean, no, there's not like a... City's lacking well, art. We know where <laughs> they don't hang out. And tangentially, <laughs> we would like to file a complaint against this Pilt character. Uh, Pilt? He, yes. He attempted to lead us into a choker den in Old Corvosa, and who knows who else he may be leading there as well, but... I'm pretty sure he's murdering people. Yes. Um, we didn't feel equipped. I haven't heard either. any other complaints besides from you. That's interesting. Well, this will be the first. Okay. You can open a file. We'll so you're not file. writing it down? <laughs> we'll get a file open, you know, when all this madness kind of calms down. Unless I'm getting more complaints than actual deaths. Very well. Do you know of anyone else we could talk to to learn more of this artist? I mean, Ven Carlo is relatively well connected. I I don't know if he'd know, but he's, you know, obviously established on Old Corvosa. Um, he does have quite the collection of portraits. Was there a reason you were asking this pilt person ab about Salvatore Scream? We heard he was the biggest collector of Salvatore Scream. We thought he might have a personal connection. Hmm. Instead, he was just very horrible. He did seem to know the man. He just did not want to give us the information. Interesting. Here's here's 20 gold. See if that'll get him to talk to you. Six gold did not did not achieve the right result. I don't, I don't know if there's any number that will satisfy him. He sent us to a horrible fate. He was really on his high horse. I have a, I have an idea. You said he's a collector of Salvatore Screams. Aye. In the evidence locker, we do have a small Scream painting uh, that was uh, collected from one of the uh, one of the shiver dens in in Old Corvosa was busted some years ago. It's been sitting there because it's not a, really a piece of contraband. I'd be willing to let that go. That might be able to pry some information out of him. How big is small? Small is is roughly maybe like the like a two by two, two by Perfect. one and a half. 
All right, here's the thing is this guy is horrible and very rude, but also very much a jealous and envy kind of guy. I think he'd be furious. I think that we need to really entice him to want to wanna take this as as uh, not just not just regular, but really entice him. I mean, like, can we hold this and like walk in front of his shop or even stand in front of his shop to like really like again, he is horrible and I have a feeling that he would have no qualms at saying, Yeah, I'll take it and then just screw us over anyways. Do we show him up because he was so like that I feel like that would really tip him. I wonder I mean? if I wonder if it's a play to where we could show him the painting and say, hey, we want this information exchanged for this painting. Otherwise, none of us like it. I'm gonna splash this ink pot on it. And if he really loves this guy's paintings, and this is a one-of-a-kind original, be like if you just like tore up a Picasso in front of somebody, like an True. art collector. Great call. But I think we need to hold on to the painting until we have actually found the information Absolutely. That we want. Absolutely. He clearly is not trustworthy. My only concern with trying to make him angry or show him up or like present the picture to him is he is more powerful than us and is in his own business surrounded by probably his employees. That That's why that's why it never comes down to a fight, though. That's why it comes down to if it goes wrong, we're just going to destroy the painting, which you clearly value. But I think the minute that we have the painting in there, it's it's priming for a fight. Right. So what what if, though, if there was a way for us to uh, hypothetically like, ooh, ooh, I've got a great idea. You guys can tell me if this is nuts. All right, three of us go in and say, hey, we've got we've got a Salvatore Scream original and we want XYZ information. And he's gonna be like, oh, we need proof. But someone else who's really fast, one of the fastest of us has a painting outside and he, he can look through the window and then they run off and say, you will get that but only after. So then again, that's phenomenal. He'd want to verify it's not a fake. So I guess he might still need to see it up close. Yeah. yeah. But I guess you guys are consi- you guys are thinking that he's like gonna what kill you for it? Yeah. No. No. I mean, like, person. take the painting from us is like, more what physi- I imagine. Yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. He's gonna physically like try to overpower us. We know he's a very high level. I think as long as we have some sort of like dead man switch thing where we could immediately destroy it, I, I feel like it's safe to have around him. Like we'll always have like a. A jar of alchemist fire poised over the painting or something. I don't know. Yeah, let me see what my cantrips are. We give it to Sazzy to hold and he can just go invisible with it. Also, very good plan right there. Very good plan. Awesome. I think we know he's sneaky with taking stuff already. I think this is a great. Wait, wait, wait. Do we trust Sazzy with the painting? I traded it for a couple eggs. (laughs) (laughs) Sylvie definitely is trusting him more and more. He was a great help in that in like our previous combat so yeah we'll we'll tentatively trust Zazzy I will also just keep produce flame up and like sure. ready yeah. okay I think this is a great line towards getting to getting what we want from him so very promising so Krasa just offered this we, we all just you know had the thoughts uh, as not in character but I guess Mira would at least start with I think that might be the only thing that'll entice him, but I'm worried that he'll just take it from us. Well, I mean, it's kind of as easy as saying you're unofficial members of the guard, right? You can't. I mean, if he were to steal from you, that's kind of a bigger legal issue, right? Cressida, Is it versus not exactly. killing someone? 
He's not exactly a trustworthy person. I think learning that we're with the guard would only make him worse, not better. Well, up to you for how you want to handle it. I think we've got to find a way to entice him without really putting that painting at risk of being stolen out from under us. Yes. I uh, think we could do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited to go go try this. Okay. You know that Exemplary Extrables only opens in the evening for plays that go on there. You could arrive there early, uh, knocking on the door. It's clearly not open. Uh, and you don't really know where this, if this guy stays here or if he has a home somewhere else, but nobody answers when you maybe knock on the door to this former Aridin temple. Okay. Mir's going to pull out a small piece of paper and she's going to write on it. We have a scream original. We want to talk. And then uh, do we want to just put, like, pick a time? Hold I don't know if I want to give him time to prepare. Hold on a second. Griffin, are there any open windows? Even up high, it's totally fine. And I'm not trying to sneak in or anything. I just need to know if there is a way to get sound inside. The tough thing is, and and I'm not trying to be a dick here. It's just, it was a temple. Mm. So like, not really. Like there's stained glass windows and stuff. All the windows not, are shut. There's not yeah. really like, there's not really like open and closed windows. If anything, there's maybe vents very high up, but that's usually the only thing. What do you think? What are you thinking, Steve? I have a cantrip called Bullhorn, which makes my voice audible 500 feet away. Jesus. Dang. So if there was a way to now, the reason I ask, though, is because there's a clause in here that says this doesn't increase the range or area of other auditory linguistic effects and physical barriers such as walls and doors still block or muffle your voice as normal. So if I can get my voice into the building, should be able to hear it. Well, I, I imagine it still works in the case that, like, it sounds like somebody's speaking through a megaphone outside. Yeah. You yeah. Know, the walls would muffle it as far as, like, a voice gets muffled by a building normally, but it's not like you talking at your regular volume yeah. outside of a building muffled. It's like you speaking into a megaphone muffled. So, hold on, everybody. I got the solution for this. Hilt, come outside. We want to speak about Scream. Or let us in. That too. Let us in. <laughs> no bad blood. No response. You maybe wait a couple minutes. It, it doesn't seem like anybody's here. Perhaps we wait till evening. Good idea. Okay. Then instead of saying that we've got to scream, just say, uh, Pilt, we want to talk. We'll be, we'll be back when you open. And slip it under the door. No bad blood. Smiley face. <laughs> no bad blood. Smiley face. We didn't die in the choker den. Thanks. Little things written in blood. <laughs> no. <laughs> While we were waiting, there is something else I wanted to start thinking about at least. Say we do find Trinia. We're able to convince her to come with us to Cressida. We may need a way to spirit her in the streets so that people don't recognize who she is. I don't know how exactly we would do that, but eventually we'll need to think of a, a way to get her get her in quietly. Now, you think Salvatore's scream is in Old Corvosa somewhere. Mm -hmm. You know that, and I'll, I'll do this without a check, you know that the shingles are going to be your best bet for trying to get her from A to B in Old Corvosa. The issue that you're going to run into is that there are... The only way to the mainland that you know of without swimming is several bridges. You think those, you've seen them already, be, have have guards at them. 
So that would be a big issue for you if you're going to try and get her from old Corvosa to anywhere else. Could we use back sex shift serum? I was joking about that. <laughs> I do not actually own one of those. Dang Though they exist in game. I know they exist in yeah. game. I was like, how did you get it? But okay. Yeah. Um, though I do have magics that can tidy a dirtier person up. Doesn't do us much, but we also have a master barber. Change up her look a little bit. I could cut her hair, but it doesn't change her face. That's true, but it gets us a little closer to anonymity. 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 Amenities. Maybe she could use some of her paints to do up her makeup. Very fancy, too. The guards will still likely be looking for someone of her build and stature. Eh, I feel like that's... uh, But, like, that's a more generic thin female stature versus, like, we really change her hair and then maybe we clean her up and then she has, like, fancy makeup or performer's makeup on and we're going to one of the theaters and we even know one theater and the actors and the managers there we could like really play that up oh oh didn't we get it's not on my sheet didn't we get some sort of special dust (gasps) we did dust of appearance or something we totally got that yeah Yeah. did we sell that or did we keep that did we sell that well we could purchase more if need oh that's true yeah we have time yeah we definitely got that that would be cool bad work I'm, I'm pretty sure that just makes something visible that was hidden. I don't know if that's a, a, unless there's like a dust of disguise somewhere. I don't think it does what we think. Oh, well, I thought that's what the troop was using for their makeup stuff. The troop did have something like that. I don't remember you purchasing any of it, but that's what you were on the lookout from for. Yeah. Well, once we find what it is, if it, if it changes the disguise considerably, we can purchase it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Cool. Is there anything we want to do before just staking out and waiting for evening? Yes, we want to. I want to go to like an art supply store and ask about Scream. That's Pilp. That didn't feel like a lie necessarily. That might be a, an option. Go into Old Corvosa. Go to one of the mid-tier to nicer art supply stores that may exist in that area and ask. Sure. Make me a diplomacy check to gather information. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Want me to take point on that? Absolutely. I've got I've got deception, but that's about it. Okay. 26. What you find out is that Salvatore Scream is not someone that is recognizable by the art community. It, the information you learn is that the man might even disguise himself when he goes out in public. Nobody, I mean, you've, you talk to, with a 26, you talk to people and they're giving you good information mm-hmm. and you get conflicting reports on like what he might even look like. It seems, it seems very odd. He seems very secretive. Cressida mentioned we could go to Ven Carlo. Sylvie yeah. knows where he mm-hmm. presumably should be. We could ask him if he has any information. Yeah. And talk, coordinate on the Trinia thing too. Yeah. Bunch of yeah. Things we mm-hmm. talk to him about. Sure. Okay. Yeah, I feel like that's a good use of our time while we're waiting. Sure. So you head to the academy, and uh, eventually you're able to find Ben Carlo. Uh, he he maybe like returns to his office as you're kind of waiting for him. Uh, Sylvie and friends, how are all of you? We have been better. It is uh, 
There is a lot going on, as I'm sure you are aware. Yes, is is Miss Croft keeping you quite busy? That is actually why we are here. She always has something for us to investigate. We heard from her that you are willing to help a certain someone out of the city if she is proven innocent of the crime she has been implicated in. Ah, yes, Sylvie. Um, Please close the door behind you. Let us discuss this. And so you do, you shut the door behind him, or behind behind all of you in, in his office. Yes, I've heard of this uh, Trinia Sabor being a suspect in the murder of the king. Uh, as Miss Croft might have mentioned, I am suspicious of whether or not this is a legitimate uh, murder or a scapegoat or uh, it feels very antagonistic to announce uh, the king's killer in the streets and have madness reign. So uh, I am curious of the girl's innocence. I, I have heard that it has been narrowed down that she is in Old Corvosa somewhere. As I have spoken with Cressida, she actually has sent me two of her guards to assist in the interrogation and they are skilled at the the magics but I am to let her know if I come across Miss Sabor I have ample well there is a hmm I suppose I can tell you this Sylvie we have some chambers that the students don't usually use um, underground here we will be able to smuggle Trinia down there and question her and because of my proximity to the Jigare River and the bay, it will be quite easy to escort her across the water after dark. Hmm. Chamber of Secrets, it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> so we could bring her to you yes, here directly. Yes. I would suggest this because it would be difficult if you think about trying to get her off the off the island, you'd be crossing the water anyway. Uh, they may not suspect you to bring her to another location on Old Corvosa if word spreads that you, she is on the move. The shortest path for us will be ideal. We do not have the means to hide her very well in plain sight. If you do head here from almost anywhere in Old Corvosa, I would take the shingles they are dangerous, yes, but except for the courtyard out front of my academy, the shingles go all the way over here. And you can you can get to the shingles from most parts of Old Corvosa. The main, the main people looking for her are the mobs, of course, but also the Hell Knights of the Order of the Nail. And in their heavy plate, many of them cannot maneuver up in the shingles. I would imagine you, if you were chased or if um, if you are noticed, they likely would not be able to follow you up to that area, or many of their number would not. They may have some members that are spellcasters or, uh, or don't wear that heavy armor, but I know a majority of them do. Hmm. We have knowledge of underworld doings and, and, and deeds, but the shingles are 
certainly an overworld area. I don't know if we have enough overworld lore to navigate <laughs> the rooftops. We'd be out of our depth for sure. Yeah, we're better at sewers. Yeah, <laughs> sewers are more our speed. We're a sewer party. <laughs> this truly sounds like our best path forward. We still have the matter of actually finding her, though. We do not know her current location. We do have a small lead that maybe you could help us follow up on. We think she may be with or connected to another artist, Salvatore Scream. I have heard the name Scream. Uh, From what I know, he does live on this island, Uh, but it it is quite a shame that my good friend, the former Seneschal Neolandis Catapopoulos, was... um, was a big fan of his work as well. And it's a shame he has gone missing, or we could ask him Mm. about Scream's whereabouts. I I do not know myself where the artist may live. Where did you last see this Neanderthal Papadopoulos? (laughs) Neolandis went missing right after King Eadred was announced dead. Hmm. Normally, his presence would have been helpful in bringing the city into a kind of a peace, or at least um, he, he would have been able to help, the, help out with the unrest by managing um, guards and the Sable Company and that kind of thing as Seneschal, but unfortunately, he has been gone. I have not been able to track down where he went, and I'm quite well connected. So you think something bad may have happened to him? That is what I suspect. Well, at least it is decided that if we are able to locate Trinia, that we can can spirit her away here for safe travels outside the city. Of course, yes. Bringing her here is probably your best bet, and then we will get that information to Miss Croft so she can join us. Thank you, my friend. You've helped us already more than you know. And I, I hope you are a man of your word. Sylvie trusts you, so I trust you as well. One thing I would say, you've all been doing great services to this city. Be very careful about getting implicated in any of this. If the Hell Knights catch up to you, you may be better off leaving Miss Sabor behind. I don't really think that we're the type to do that, but I appreciate your advice all the same. All I say is that you will suffer the same fate likely that she does if you are captured as well. I think it'll be fine. We're not very recognizable. (laughs) (laughs) Sylvie takes off her family crest, puts it in a pocket. And what do you do about your bifurcated hair? Your two colors? A hat. (laughs) A tasteful hat. I got hair dye. Perfect. Yeah, she can put some charcoal in it, darken darken up the white half. She can't really change her eye color, though. That still gives her away. And I will simply become human. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think it's time to go back to... Well, I don't know if it's time in the day to go back to Scream, but I don't know if there's anything else we really want to spend time on during the day. Yeah, I think a brunch, leisurely stroll by the, by the, the beach, um, and then we circle back to... And I think we should also... Um, I don't believe we identified the pack that we found in the spider den. We needed to do that yes. the following day, sure. which it now is. 
Uh, what was the check on? Any magical tradition, I think, if it's okay. magical, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we just all rolled horribly. Mm-hmm. All right, I will try a uh, nature. 23 occultism. 23 religion. Also a 23 nature. What the hell? I round it out. 14. Emily, round it out. 27 arcana. Yeah. Oh. Come on, Emily. <laughs> yeah, you guys definitely figure this one out. We're all shouting is, over each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is what's known as an every need pack. Oh. Can't believe I didn't know this yesterday. It's so obvious. <laughs> we were all so tired. It makes so much sense now. <laughs> Fools we were. <laughs> That's a really cool item. I don't really know anything about it. I was trying to pull it out. You get to you get to pull out like common, like yep. mundane things. Um, but I think each time you do it, you you bring out like a, by it's by a bulk or whatever. It has a certain amount of bulk of different things you can pull out. But if you use it, you got to use basically the full bulk or it's wasted. Mm. So it's once it's a minute, one minute long, like interact, and it's once. Per hour, you can draw any number of pieces of mundane gear from uh, the pack with a combined value of one gold piece or less. Mm. Oh, that's the pack empties after eight full gold. So basically, we get to do this eight times total. But the cool part about it is that it's like a utility belt in that you don't have to have you know in any situation you can pull out any item as long as it's as long as it's a piece of mundane gear. I need a crowbar or a mm-hmm. shovel or what have you. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, I do think we should be really cautious, though. Like, if we need a crowbar, but that's not one full gold. So we need to just keep yanking stuff out to get the full value. Yeah, you need yeah. three crowbars. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just a bunch of crowbars. <laughs> Pass them around. We'll sell them later. But we need to use the word. <laughs> yeah, abs- I mean, Haley, yeah, good looking out. Absolutely. <laughs> in, in a separate, this is unrelated, but a separate campaign, my party had that, and... They needed rice, like just like a, a, a pound of rice, maybe. But they used the full gold and got like a bunch of rice, like way too much rice. <laughs> That's amazing. Hey, that wouldn't be a bad call because then we're in a city with, with a lot of hungry people. We could just pass stuff out. Oh. We would be heroes, Robin Hood oh. style. I like that. All right. Back to exemplary excurables. Uh, just to note... It says, keep track of the exact value of the gear you retrieve from the pack. The pack empties after eight gold worth of items yep. are removed. So you, you don't have to pull out one gold at a time. Okay, gotcha. Not a gold increment. Okay. Gotcha. I thought they were in gold increments, my bad. And I think it's time to go back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To exemplary exorables. You can enter the former temple now. The, the doors are ajar. They're open. Welcoming guests. You can hear a crowd inside waiting for a show to begin. Looks like you remember the office that you had gone to, so you could look there first for Piltswastel. I think that makes sense. Okay. So you knock on the door, and he opens it and looks, his eyebrows raise. Oh, it's you. Uh, fancy seeing you again. Did you think that we'd be dead? Of course not. Did you manage to speak with Mr. Scream? It's funny, I think something got lost in translation. Maybe we screwed up the numbers in the address or showed up at the wrong street. But unfortunately, we showed up at a place that was infested with chokers. No painting or painter to be found. Oh, oh, I sure hope Salvatore is all right. 
Oh, I'm sure he's fine. I think there was just a miscommunication here. Yes, and it would be good going forward to limit the amount of miscommunication we have. It's a lot of big talk from someone in my establishment. Oh, no one's talking big. I think no we just talk. need to make sure that we're communicating effectively with each other. And I think maybe the error was on our side. We were not communicating effectively. Indeed. We put forth something, a couple gold pieces, which is probably pennies to you. But you're a man of class. Correct. I mean, look around. We have something in our possession that may sweeten the pot, and maybe we can unravel those miscommunications. Zazzy, you around? He flutters down onto Sylvie's shoulder. Yeah, what's up? Do you have that old painting that we dredged up so long ago? Hmm. I got eggs. I got ten gold. Uh, paintings, paintings, paintings. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got one. And he kind of unfurls it. It's really big to him because he's an imp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This the one? Yeah, yeah, you know what? That is the one. Now, my friend Pilt, maybe we weren't clear. We actually do want to meet Mr. Scream, and we are fans. You can see that we have some of his work. We want something new, something very custom from him. I don't know that we want this old piece. Perhaps you could give us the real address or the one you actually remember, and maybe you get this old collectible. What do you think about that? I can see you have a lot more dedication than I pegged down uh, to having a conversation with Mr. Scream. All right, give me the painting and I'll get you an audience with him. Hmm. See, that right there is a miscommunication we're trying to avoid. We would like to... We would like to make sure that we're actually going to have an audience this time, and then, then we could we could make our trade. You've already told us what you'll do if you get something before we get what we wanted. That was made clear. The address was a little bit messed up, maybe, and so we're looking for the correct thing, and we would like to hold the cards. You'd like to hold the cards. One card. A card. Well, he's supposed to be in attendance tonight. I could point him out to you, if that's enough for you. That would be. Do you think we'd be able to talk with him after the show? I wouldn't want to disturb his showing, of course, but the after show, after party, I would love to chat with him. And to be clear, that doesn't mean we'll just hand it over because he's in the building. We need to make sure it's actually him. Yes, we'd like to talk with him first. Well, you and... uh... You and he can have a conversation right in my office if you like. Yes, back to that. Back on that train. Back <laughs> on the train where he is screened. Honestly, yeah, the odds are up. <laughs> any any concerns about this potential happening? He ideally would like to talk to Scream alone because he can't mention Trinia in front of anyone. Mm, good. I'm worried if it's in his office, he will be there or be listening. If we are promised the opportunity to have a private conversation with Mr. Salvatore Scream, who I understand tries to remain somewhat anonymous, then we would be willing to part with this painting. I'll tell you what, I'll leave you be during the start of the show. I like to be out here watching anyway. Salvatore has seen this uh, production several times. I doubt he'll mind 
stepping into the office with you it will likely be the only area in here quiet enough to have a conversation as the show is going on. And I'll be watching the door. When you exit, make sure that painting is hung up on my wall. I knew a businessman like you could see reason. In metagaming myself, I, I think that like we would take the opportunity to detect magic and percept for peepholes and stuff and make sure that it actually is mm-hmm. like, secure. Yes. Mm-hmm. And hopefully we can see them both at the same around time. Around the same time, <laughs> somewhere in this interaction. <laughs> All right. So are we st- staying in the office then? I guess uh, that seemed like that was implied that we'd stay in the office. He'd go get him or no? Sure. You stay in the office. Pilts is gone for a few moments, and then he comes back with a dark-haired, kind of gaunt and pale-looking man that he escorts into the room. All right, they're different. All right, all right, Scream. These several people have been quite insistent on meeting you, so they must really want a painting. Don't make you. Don't use your best work, and the. Uh, The man enters the room, Pilts closes the door behind him, and you're in the room with Salvatore Scream. How can we verify it is him and not like an actor friend that he's got and asked to play a role? Paint something. (laughs) Uh, are, Are you seriously suspicious that I'm Salvatore Scream? If I'll be honest, Pilts really not gained us a lot of trust, so I inherently... I'm not trusting him to bring the right person. He'd grab a quill from Pilt's desk and find a piece of paper to sign his name. Well, Pilt said when he brought me over, you had one of my pieces. It should have my name on it. Nice. If we check, they they look identical, similar. The signatures are the same. Awesome. All right. We're in the money. Okay. I think we still shouldn't explicitly say Trinia's name out loud because Pilt could be right behind the door. I know he said he's going to go off, but... Establish that we have a common friend who we're worried about. I'm going to open the door and peek out. Yeah. Well, he said he was going to watch the door. Oh, sure. Okay, well, then I'm not going to do that. If if you open the door and peek out, you'd see him kind of... You know know how, like, a a theater has, like, the rows of seats and then you head out into the lobby? Mm -hmm. You remember the lobby had all the Salvatore Scream paintings? He's, like, looking down the row that leads to his office, which is in a movie theater would be kind of like almost right where that like exit door is the emergency exit door. Yep. yep. Yeah. I totally understand where your head's at on this. So he's definitely within visual range, but with all the commotion, everything probably can't hear. Right. Okay. okay. All right. So yeah, close the door. I'm trying to determine how I want to come at this conversation. Um, yeah, yeah, take some unless time. somebody else wants to jump in here and has a good idea. That's you're a, you're a diplomacy guy. Yeah. We might, we might need that to come in. My one I guess, thought on this, you could show him the note that Trinia left us to show that we are friends of hers and are looking for her. Oh. Because he has no way of knowing that we're not going to, like, turn her in to the mob. Very clever. Very clever. So as soon as the door closes, Vec turns back. Mr. Scream, you saw the patch on my arm and you know what building you're in. Probably know we're not looking for an autistic uh, commission. Not... I mean, I I really couldn't tell because, um, you know, Pilt said you you came here with uh, one of my paintings the second time, so. Understandably, 
but we are looking for something a little bit more valuable than a painting. Not to say that your work doesn't have value, but we're looking for someone. And he pulls out the note that Trinia left him, unfurls it, and slides it across the desk to him. Lots of buzz about this one in the city. Lots of people out there that want to do harm to a person. And this said person, if they are innocent of the things that is being said of them, could be in a lot of danger. If you read the note written in this person's handwriting, you'll see that we're close and I want to offer assistance. I want to get this person out of this situation. He takes the note. Oh, so you're the, the vec she's been talking about. The chorus rail be at your service. Well, I, I am glad you figured her message out. And um, I know I'm not the easiest person to find. So thanks for going through whatever trouble you did. I know Pilt is a little covetous of my work. Uh, it was hard initially to uh, get more people to be interested in, in my paintings when he was buying them all up. I think I might have actually seen you around Reef Claw Run Market uh, once or twice, believe it or not, after the show I'll, I'll take you so I mean we wouldn't want to leave right before it starts or it would look kind of odd but I'll I can take you back to my studio uh, that's where she's staying we may want to be careful doing that there are certainly people out in the streets looking for her well right but none of us are her uh, she's True. not she's not out in public uh, she's been hiding out at my studio it's been a trying time Lots of stress and accusations going Trinia's way. Thank you for looking out for her. I appreciate you for figuring this out so quickly. You know, she told me how quickly they were able to find her at the last place she was staying, which I assume was with you, yeah, uh, Mr. Relby. And it's only a matter of time before they figure out where she is now. Although I, she came to me in the middle of the night. I don't know if anyone saw her make her way towards my place, but... Luckily, uh, we haven't had anyone knocking on the door. Well, in that case, I guess maybe we enjoy the show, meet up after, and head out. That sounds like a plan. We're going to need to hug the docks. I actually live um, in old docks. Oh, all right. On the water. What a front property. <laughs> it's not as nice as you might uh, expect it to be. Well, can't be much worse than where I'm squatting. Now, I will say, I have like a, it, it is a relatively small place. I don't think I'm going to be able to keep all of you there overnight. Uh, I certainly want, wouldn't want you to be there long to draw suspicion. So if you're going to come with me tonight, you better plan to, you know, if you're taking Trinia somewhere safer, do so. There's nowhere in this city that is quite safe for her anymore. Our intentions aren't to stay at your place, it's to get her moving immediately. We have friends that can verify that she is not the person that people accuse her to be, and then when that is proven to be true, she will be escorted out of the city and to safety. All right. I mean, she she has talked about you. She... What's she been saying? <laughs> <laughs> and that's mostly not a joke. Just that she left a clue and that she trusts you and she's hoping that you you find her before all of this, you know, turns belly up. And anything else? Maybe 
about my demeanor. She and I aren't really that good of friends. Oh, right. Okay? Yeah. Okay. That's fair. We that's were fair. friends, but like, we're not the kind of friends that like talk about our uh, sex lives or anything, if that's what you're getting at. Oh, okay. Should have figured whoever she sent a note for would make it weird, huh? Uh, no, I'm just asking, you, you know, you spent some time together and you see talking to you, what she's saying about me. What am I saying? I don't know. It's okay. why are you asking? He's always like this. Okay. All right. Um, I do suggest to kind of give Pil- whatever, whatever you promised him for, you know, to introduce me. He really likes you because what we promised was one of your paintings, which we do have. Should we hang it up now? In the office? That's what he said to do. Yeah, let's look on the desk for like a nail and a hammer and uh, because how else are we going to hang this? Literally. (laughs) All right. Middle of the show. Bam, bam, bam. bam. (laughs) Everybody take one of my sticks of chewing gum. We'll get four. We'll get the corners. (laughs) Yeah. You figure out a way to hang it. That's some dorm poster style right there. Yep. (laughs) He can fix it when he gets back to his office. He'll be happy. He'll get it framed eventually, I'm sure. You had said you, like, detected magic in the office as well. Yes. There's definitely magic in the office. That's fine. I'm not trying to rob this guy or really even investigate. I just want to make sure that when we focus down and take a look at those things that are magical, they're not, like... Listening devices. Yeah, listening. Exactly. Yeah. There's enough in this room that's magical that without rifling through the room, you're just getting the R of magic wherever you turn. Mm-hmm. What school of magic is it? I don't know that Tui... Does Tui get that specific? Oh. No, I don't think it does. It, it might not. You can learn the school of magic for the highest level effect. However, that's heightened to third level, which we do not have access to yet. Yeah. So this is just purely absence, absence or, or presence, presence of magic. Of yeah. magic. Mm. So you're pretty much just able to tell that there's magic and you guys kind of like had a minute before this conversation I would take perception checks as well but you Vec, pretty much just did like a 360 with your detect magic and noticed it in every direction so well, there's at least like a couple auras of magic in this room 14 I rolled really poor I got a 13 mm-hmm. 24 uh, Sylvie with a 24 you're looking for like peepholes and that kind of stuff uh, y- you don't find any any of that good However, like Vec noticing the presence of magic with the 24, you don't notice anything that you think would be the source of magic. So if Mm -hmm. there is magic, it's in one of his cupboards or in his desk or behind, you know, behind closed doors, you think. Hmm. All right. Well, you know what? Water under the bridge. The conversation happened. If those were listening devices, it is too late to matter. Yep. Mm -hmm. So we need to kind of finish up the show and and roll out with Salvatore when he's ready to go. Sure. The show is performed. It looks like Pilts is satisfied by the, the hang job you guys did. He, uh, he smiles as he, you know, enters his office and shuts the door behind him. You make it through this show. It's just kind of like a gaudy affair. It's not really a, uh, something any of you particularly enjoy. Not a Broadway experience by any means. No. (laughs) This is a very narrow way show. (laughs) And you find yourselves, you know, after a walk with Salvatore Scream at a dilapidated dock and a small 
one floor shack, basically, uh, on the water's edge. And it looks like what's on the map. He would unlock, notably, there's like two locks, so it's very secure for a shack. Yeah, he has two locks, he unlocks with keys, opens the door, it creaks, and he shouts into the shack, Your friends are here. They they made it. You enter into a small entryway with a set of shelves covered in knickknacks, used painting supplies, and several worn books. Uh, as you open the door, you find yourselves in a hallway, and it, there is a door like right across from you, and then a door down the hall. Make me a perception check here. Natural one. Not terribly better. A three with a total of a nine. 23. Also 23. Sylvie and Mir, you notice the sounds behind the door across the hall from you of a man. And it sounds like he's in some kind of agony. Like just these muffled like moans and groans. Uh, okay. Who else is staying with you? Oh, um, I have another guest. The, the mobs are getting crazy lately. He he's he was stabbed with a um, some kind of poison. I'm I've been nursing him back to health for for a few days now. He was actually here when Trini got here. He's using my bedroom. I've been sleeping in the studio. Diego I'm strides over to the door and opens it. And I'm a healer. If, Let okay. me look. Whoa, hey. Leave him be. He's in good hands. He's crying in agony. That's what happens when you when you've been sick. But he's getting better. I can heal him. I don't know that you can. He's not Shawanti, is he? No. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> I don't care anymore. <laughs> I thought maybe he would be Gagan. Why wouldn't you let me at least check him out? I'm I'm an accomplished healer. Sometimes you need a you need a second opinion. Are you from this city? I am. I can't let you in there. Why? You're already in deep with Trinia. You should get her out of here. Okay, let's maybe establish that Trinia is here before we... Yeah, we definitely need to. Now that he's actually said the word Trinia, Trinia, are you back there? That kind of calls out. Mir's going to continue to stare at the door. Uh, If you call out, the door at the end of the hall opens, and you see Trinia standing there in the threshold. And Vec runs up to her and kind of, like without even thinking, gives her a big old hug. I suppose you got my note, then. I did, I did. I, I got your note. You made it. I wasn't the one that figured it out. It was Sylvie, but I'm so glad to hear you're okay. She just kisses you. On the mouth? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, she kisses him, and he's, like, he's solid like a statue for a moment, and then he leans into it because... After all of this stress and not knowing and just really the this push and pull of is she a good person, is she a bad person, even though that he knew deep down that she was and hearing all of this affirmation from different people that she was set up and the things that he was hearing weren't true and the person that he actually has been growing to know is the person that he thought he was growing to know. He returns that in a, in a passionate way. Yeah, where it's a, she it's a huge relief. And it comes up for air. Yeah. <laughs> Good God. Salvatore kind of smirks when he sees you two uh, down the hallway. And he turns to Mir. You think you can help? 
You can come in. You can't tell a soul what you see. Not even these three. All right. I'll come in. You enter the room. He kind of shuts it firmly behind you. And you see a man on this bed. Uh, the, the sheets are kind of thrown off of him. He's sweaty. He, even without like a medicine check, you can tell he has some kind of fever. You can make a medicine check. Okay. I might have had a realization just going on re- record saying that. I have a guess for who this is. 27. The 27, you can tell he's suffering from a very strong poison. Uh, and you can also tell that Salvatore Scream has been doing a admirable job of kind of nursing him back to health, but it's been taking a relatively long time uh, because this is such a strong poison. Uh, you think, like, without help, this man would have likely died. And it seems like he's been receiving help for days from your no, record. No way. Does Mir recognize it? You made me a society check. No I think way. Chris is thinking I have the same a zero. thing I'm thinking. Um, I try to roll it. Mir doesn't pay attention to people. You can roll it. I, I will tell you. It's a very easy check if it's who I think it could be. 14. The only thing you notice is um, as you look around the room, on like on the back of a chair, there is garb that looks like it's from, like it's like royal official garb. Mm-hmm. But you don't recognize this man. Mm-hmm. Oh god! I did what I could do for right now, and unless I keep staying or come back tomorrow, I don't know if I can help more. But I do want to help this person. He's clearly hurt. If I'll, I'll see how he how he recuperates uh, after after your help, I'm hoping he just gets good enough to move. Like Trinia, I don't think he can stay here. It's just not safe enough here. Well, I truly wish you the best as you try and help him tonight. Uh, hopefully this will help you a bit. And she's going to cast Guidance on him. Hopefully he doesn't recall too badly um, from that, but... Sure. Let me know somehow if if you need someone to come and help again. My shop's Badger and Blade. And if I if you leave a note, I'll come back. I appreciate the help, and he would appreciate the help, too, if he was in a state to to be talking and holding a conversation. Uh, but anyway, you all came here. He, like, opens the door and, like, escorts you out of that room and locks it behind him. Mm-hmm. You all came here. Uh, you can see Trinia is alive and well, though. <laughs> Pretty spooked there, huh? Trinia coming to me in the middle of the night. Yeah, it was... It was starting to get bad on the streets with the with the Hell Knights. I don't know if you've all seen them, but in fact, they were they were starting to patrol around your place. I'm starting to suspect one of them, or or someone else, is responsible for my taking my journal. Why else would would my shack be busted into, but nothing else stolen? I believe it. My place as well, after you apparently had vacated, had been broken into. They that tur- her face drops. Is your grandfather all right? They turned the place over and he was quite shooken up. But they turned him over too. Oh, come <laughs> on. <laughs> they turned the place over, but he's okay. 
know his state. He wasn't he wasn't hurt physically. He's he's okay. He's he's now at Mia's barbershop, relaxing a little bit finally for the first time in a little while, I think. I'm just so glad to see that you're okay. You made it out in time. Do you have a plan of how we're we're gonna get out of this situation? Yes, yes, I we have a plan and I think it's a good one. Um we have friends, and I, I know I've told you that we've been working with the city guard, but these are people that do not report to the queen in, in any way, shape, or form. They're their own organization. Cressida the Croft, I don't know if you're familiar with her, but she has promised to us that if we're able to get you to her, she can use magics to determine if you are the killer of the king. And she seems to be a woman of integrity, She's promised that if you're proven to be telling the truth, that you'll be escorted safely from the city. My friend Sylvie over here, she has a teacher, Vencarlo Orsini, also a man of integrity, who will be able to ferry you to her. I think we can get you via the shingles to Vencarlo, who can get you to Cressida, who can verify that you are innocent. I, I do believe you're innocent. And then we can get you to safety away from the Order of the Nail, away from the clutches of the Queen. It's scary, but you can't stay here. I think these people are good, and all I have left is my faith that they're going to behave in the way that they've promised. But it's better than just waiting in a hole for someone to kick down your door. I'll submit to whatever magics um, this Miss Croft needs me to if you can get me out of this situation, I'm just happy you're all here. I'm happy you're safe. I, I feared the worst. Ever since I saw you in Reef Club Market, I, I knew there was something special about you. And then when I brought you back to my place when the whole city went to hell, I don't know what it was, but I realized once you had crossed that threshold that I, I didn't want you to leave. And when you were gone, it, it scared me. It, it just... I'm so happy to see you now. I need you all to make a perception check. 13. I am overwhelmed with emotion because I rolled poorly again. That's a 8 total. 15. 30. Ooh. With a 30, you hear from uh, the streets outside the movement of heavy metal boots and greaves like a jogging cadence and it stops and you can just make out like muffled like <laughs> nine lives guys half work and I screwed up again <laughs> <laughs> and I think we'll continue the curse campaign next time oh my gosh oh. The Bestow Curse Podcast is a Hideous Laughter Productions show. Hideous Laughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Curse of the Crimson Throne is copyright 2016. Curse of the Crimson Throne and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are properties of Paizo Incorporated and used with permission.